I find this scientifically fascinating. You're listening to KUCI Irvine. Disengage this computer now. Broadcasting at 88.9 FM. Hello, computer. And on the web at KUCI.org. The most reliable computer ever made. And streaming through iTunes. Don't expect any mercy during the Great Robot Wars. Anteater Radio brought to you by machines. Returning to normal broadcast in 3, 2, 1. The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. Hi there, you're listening to Get the Funk Out. I'm Janine. This is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. That was a little Kurt Fletcher off of his CD, My Turn, uh, with uh, Found Love. And the first track we heard at the top of the hour was uh, Natural Anthem. All right, so standing by on the second half of the show is Teddy Cecil. He's called in to talk about his film Helio, which uh, just showed at the Laguna Film Festival. So it's my pleasure to welcome this week's show, Teddy Cecil. Hi, Teddy. Hey, Janine. How are you doing? Thanks Good. so much for having me on the show. Oh, you're so welcome. I checked out uh, the uh, couple clips, and it looks awesome. How did you decide to write this film? Oh, well, first, that means the world that you got to check out some clips and liked it. And also, thanks so much again for you know, having me on the show. It really oh, means welcome. a lot. But, uh, yeah, so I, uh, I wrote this uh short film and it's really kind of my first sincere foray into filmmaking i went to school uh, at nyu and i originally i just started uh, studying cinema studies but then i double concentrated in producing and production as well okay. so uh that was kind of where my interest started but uh yeah as for the kind of inception of the idea um it really just kind of blossomed from a, a notion of this guy who lives in this kind of underworld society uh, and kind of grew from there. But uh, really, it's kind of like a loose adaptation of Plato's allegory of the cave. Wow. So that's where the idea kind of came from, yeah. Um, it's so interesting. I've had several filmmakers who have uh, attended NYU, and there's a certain uh, intensity about them. I mean, it's great. Highly creative. I mean, it's. Uh, did you ever imagine you'd be doing a film like this? Uh, to be honest, no. I mean, you know, I never had a kind of idea. I always knew I wanted to make films. Mm-hmm. Ever since I was five, I learned that films had directors. And I remember running down the hallway of my house screaming <laughs> that I knew what I wanted to do. <laughs> but uh, I never knew the type of film, per se, that I was going to make. I never saw myself as, you know, never obsessed with a certain type of filmmaker or a certain genre or anything like that. I kind of just liked it all. Um, But I did imagine myself doing more kind of personal character dramas that were small. And this is kind of the total opposite of that uh, in a lot of ways. Helio, the short film. Yes. Uh, Because it uh, encompasses, it has a lot of visual effects, and it's this whole city that kind of 
unites in this uh, rebellion to help this guy escape uh, their world. And it's 20 minutes long, but it has very little dialogue, and it's uh, kind of high-paced. You know, there's quick cuts and lots of action. Yes. Yeah, so it was definitely a struggle, and definitely had to learn a lot. It took over two years to make, and it had like 150 VFX shots in it. Um, and I didn't even know much about visual effects before I started this film, which is one of the reasons why I actually wanted to kind of uh, do this project as a way to learn instead of just kind of reinforce what I already knew about filmmaking. So how were you able to do this without a background in visual effects? And where, where did you, who did you collaborate with? <laughs> yeah, so that was, you know, the tricky part, obviously. Um, but the first thing to do was, you know, I wrote this kind of script, and it was even bigger than it. It was just a longer script with a, it was just mat, more massive in scale. Mm -hmm. um, but so I knew the first step would be finding kind of a uh, VFX supervisor or production post house um, that dealt, dealt with VFX a lot that could kind of help start the process of guiding us through it and introducing us to artists. And, um, you know, we did meet with some different production houses and then eventually we kind of landed on one that helped co produce. Uh, the film that was Innovate Entertainment. Mm -hmm. And uh, from there, you know, I worked with these artists around the clock, um, but there was only a, kind of a couple artists, and one main one who was kind of the savior of the film. His name is Brad Phillips. Um, the savior of the film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because, yeah, I mean, he was somebody who worked on literally all the shots, and, uh, you know, he was he's just, uh, you know, he, he's a passionate guy, and it's good to be able to find that um, in any aspect of the industry because those are the kind of people that you really want to work with and can yes. make good stuff with. Yeah, and they're on your side. They, they want yeah. this to work and succeed, and yeah. Exactly, exactly. So where, tell me about, I know it uh, showed at the Laguna Film Festival. How did that go? Yeah, it went, it went really well. It went really well. You know, we uh, showed with a lot of other great films, um, including some that we've been screening with on the festival circuit, so that's always nice to kind of establish this mm -hmm. group of other films and filmmakers that you're going around with. Um, but yeah, it was a great experience. Um, really enjoyed the whole thing. It, uh, one thing that was pretty neat about it was Andy Sickman, the oh, yeah. director, was doing the Q&A yeah. afterwards, which was, you know, that was definitely something that I hadn't experienced with that degree at a festival before. Yes. So that was pretty cool. You know, I felt like we should be asking him questions. Right. I, I was there uh, opening night. Oh, that's great. And uh, it was great. It was it was really a lot of fun. And um, was it hard doing a 20-minute film? Yeah, yeah. Well, th there's a lot of things that are difficult about it, but, you know, really making any film is <laughs> a challenge. It's a really difficult thing to do, I guess. Right. And uh, 20 minutes is tough because... Uh, you know, it's kind of long for a short film, especially in today's day and age where everything's, you know, meant to be real quick so you can just stream it online real and share it with your friends. Yes. But, uh, you know, festivals obviously also only have a finite amount of time they can screen stuff. So the shorter your film is, the bigger the likelihood that they'll be able to screen it and fit it in. So that's another thing that kind of creates issues at festivals and stuff like that is mm -hmm. that it is a longer film intends to be one of the longer ones at any place it plays. But the VFX was definitely the most challenging aspect of this production. And I wouldn't have said that 
I didn't know that was necessarily going to be the case. I knew it was definitely going to be a big aspect of it. Right. But we were also pulling off a lot of stunts and stuff like that. So I wasn't sure, you know, <laughs> you know, which aspect of it was going to be that much more labor-intensive, but it definitely ended up being VFX because, again, you know, you want it to look as good as it can be and just never, you know, you never want to settle. So it just ends up taking a lot more time. Right, right. You've actually been in a lot of film festivals with this film. Yeah, we've been very, we've been very fortunate um, in that regard. Uh, I think we just heard back from the 80th festival that we've gotten into. But 80th? We, yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, 80th. But what's nice about it is once you start kind of, uh, you know, gaining momentum with your film, other festivals reach out and ask you to submit and give you waivers and stuff. And mm-hmm. That's been a huge help, and, and uh, it really does show you that there is this community, even for the short filmmakers, um, that in some ways is a lot tighter and closer right. than even the feature film community. Yes. And uh, so did you go to Australia? Because I, I just read on your uh, website, helio, oh, helio yeah, right. com. So we're playing there this weekend, actually. I'm not uh, oh. going to be able to attend, but we're also even playing uh, at Utopialis, which is... Uh, I think that's how you pronounce it. Okay. It's a big sci-fi festival that's held in France every year, so that's also very exciting. Very cool. Yeah, and then after that, we're playing uh, the following weekend. We're playing at Ojai and the uh, Zed Fest. Zed Fest is in uh, L.A. and Ojai is in Ojai, California. And we're also at Lone Star that weekend, which is in Texas. And then uh, the following weekend, uh, we're at Red Rock also, and uh, then we're in Spain at. Uh, Fancy, which is a fantastic film festival. And so just uh, a lot of great greenies coming up that we couldn't be more excited about. So as far as locally, uh, Zed Fest is coming up, and that's, uh, when is that, November? Um, That is this upcoming, that is actually, yeah, no, you're right, it's November 6th, 7th, and 8th. Okay, so that's good, because that's local for people that are in the L.A. area. Exactly, and Ohio's not too far either. Uh, you know, maybe 90 minutes for people in L.A. Okay. And that should be a, a good, that's uh, like a 10-day festival or something. So that's uh, definitely a big one. So for those just tuning in, we're talking to Teddy Cecil, heliothefilm.com. Uh, I know you got a shout-out on Movie Maker Magazine. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, that was that was really, that was really something. Uh, yeah, that was uh, after Film Quest, which is this great uh, festival out of Utah. Um, run by one Jonathan Martin, who's a talented filmmaker himself. But uh, the festival was great, and they're, they're young, but uh, they're really great for, you know, genre films and had a lot of press there, which was wonderful. But, uh, yeah, we were nominated for a few awards. and uh, Just a few. Uh, Wait, I have to interrupt. Just a few. If you go to heliothefilm.com, they uh, have all the lists, you, whether you're a winner, you also were a nominee for Best Director. I mean, on and on and on. It's worth, you know, taking a peek. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. It really means the world. Yeah, you have no idea. I mean, just any any support means a lot. And, uh, you know, it's such a struggle to make. And the entire time, you don't even know what people are going to connect with it. So when somebody of course, actually does, it's the greatest thing ever. So tell me, how were you... Were you changed as a result of making this film? I can imagine you were. Oh, yeah, absolutely, in, in so many different ways. Um, I mean, I'm definitely a more mature, wise, and obviously older individual now. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, I think I shot it when I was 25 mm-hmm. and then started uh, on the festival circuit at the beginning of the year. And then I just turned 28 a couple months ago. So that gives you an idea of the same amount of time and effort. Yeah, um, sure. You know, Good three years. Yeah, yeah, right. And you're not making money while you're doing I it. You're from making it. So, yeah. you know, that's obviously its own struggle and lots of other things on top of that. Now, on top of all this, you uh, have a company, L.A.-based production company called Shadow Council. Could you talk a little bit about what you do? Yeah, absolutely. So we were established in 2011, and... Uh, there's two other filmmakers that work at it uh, with me that are really running operations. And we're all from New York, even though we kind of got close out here in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we started ourselves doing uh, a lot of reels and uh, even headshots and stuff for actors. Just kind of, it was a bread and oh, butter thing. But Oh, that's so, it's uh, interesting. So you started out doing headshots for actors and you wound up doing well, films. Yeah. yeah, it was like headshots in yeah. reels and then we moved on to... Um, sizzle reels, which are like kind of pre-pilot pilots for TV shows yes, and music videos and things like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we started meeting kind of more of the producers and stuff who wanted, they started telling us about, you know, these little visions that they had that they wanted to kind of come to fruition. And so we helped them with that. And we were doing that for maybe two years where the projects were kind of getting bigger and more intricate. And, uh, but it, they were never getting into things that we really wanted to make because at the end of the day, it was always other people's stuff and uh, right. you know a lot of reality television and things like that, which you know is it's cool, but it wasn't uh, our passion. thing. So right. um, after a couple years, you know, we decided to make Helio our first kind of free in-house production. But we are are constantly developing stuff and pitching material, and uh, that's exciting feature for this short film that's currently in development and we're taking it around town now so uh definitely see how that goes but that's kind of the most promising big thing at the moment that's that's very exciting that's great yeah yeah now did did these uh friends of yours also go to nyu no they all went to different schools Mm -hmm. um but they all have uh visual and film backgrounds and different degrees um which is kind of nice because we all have different strengths that kind of uh, complement each other. Sure. Now, if people want to check out the trailer, actually see yeah. the film, where, where can they go? Okay, so the film's not online yet. It should be uh, within a few months. But uh, for now, you can definitely check out the teaser on our website. It's also on YouTube. But you can go to heliothefilm.com. That's H-E-L-I-O. That's how you Okay. And then um, you can also like us on Facebook and follow, you know, the whole social media feed thing there at uh, Helio the Film. So it's facebook.com slash Helio the Film. Mm-hmm. And we also have a Twitter that's at the same handle. Same and uh, okay. you can even check me out on Facebook. It's Teddy Cecil. Uh, so, you know, look us up or check us out on IMDb. If you have seen the film, give us, you know, a rating or a review. That obviously helps any kind of... Right social attention we can get will definitely go a long way. You know, I wanted to touch on earlier, but how did you find the cast and crew for this production? Yeah, so um, it was definitely, you know, a one-step-at-a-time thing where, you know, we'd focus on one department head that we need to get and then move on to the next department and yada, yada, yada. But uh, luckily when we met with this other production company and things like that, we started kind of piecing together people that uh, the different groups of us had worked with. So, like... uh, 
for example, the editor on the project, Carlos Rivera, he was just nominated for a second Emmy, which Whoa. is cool for Project Runway. Very cool. Um, yeah, he won an Emmy last year for producing a MTV uh, project, but uh, the name which escapes me. But anyway, so he, for example, I met when we were PAing um, on a film several years ago. Um, actually, we were both in college at the time. I think it was mm-hmm. it was Ang Lee's taking Woodstock, and we worked on that for a few months. And so we got close, and now he's editing and stuff. So it was all these different kind of places that we were going for crew, but a lot of them had worked together before in terms of the art department, which was definitely a big factor because we had to create this world basically from scratch, and we didn't have a lot of resources. So for them to have this kind of smooth-out system in place where they could work together is definitely a big strength for us because also being that we weren't really able to pay people or pay them much if we were, mm-hmm. uh, it meant a lot that they were working with people they liked. And in, you know? and also I just want to add, um, if you if you look at, uh, not you, but the listeners, look at heliothefilm.com forward slash photos, there are stills and also pre-production for six days. You've got green screen day. I mean, there's so much involved in this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It was crazy. And, you know, because we were trying to get so much, we had, you know, no time for reshoots and only one or two takes for shots on average. And uh, it was definitely, you know, a challenge. Um, Where did you say this was shot? Right at your studio? or? Um, so it's mostly shot downtown L.A. Uh, on a location called Lacey Street Studio. So it was actually built, I think it, it, it was these old textile factories from like the late 1800s, early 1900s that at some point had been abandoned oh. um, or, or just sold and then used for other stuff. But mm-hmm. um, this film, these guys basically <laughs> bought it and started using it, I think as a set for Lacey and Cagney. Oh. <laughs> um, even though that's not, it's called Lacey Street after a street. It's just a total coincidence that it happens to that's share the so name funny. of the show. Yeah, and then they started buying more of these textile kind of buildings in the area. And so there's this whole this little network of these buildings that we were able to use. And, uh, you know, it just simplified a lot of things and made it so we could shoot in kind of an urban environment, not have to worry about permits and right, stuff like that right. because we're on private property. Sure. And no yeah, one knows so, what's going on in that building, you know, from the outside. Right. Yeah, perfect. Right, right, exactly, exactly. Um, and so everything about it was a challenge. And I know uh, you also asked about the casting. That was something that uh, yes. we definitely did the more traditional route, which was uh, we got a great casting director, Debbie Sheridan, who came on board and was enthused throughout the project and the people. And uh, she helped us kind of find the people that we were looking for. And uh, we got together. Uh, we were very fortunate in the people who turned out for the auditions. And uh, the main okay. star, Barrett James, really, I feel, knocked it out of the park. He doesn't even have any lines in the film. Ah, oh, so it's all nonverbal. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Would you, uh, we're going to have to wrap up soon. Would you give advice mm-hmm. for somebody who wants to do something like what you're doing? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, uh, I'll give what advice I can, which I guess is really get behind, you know, the camera whenever you can. And mm-hmm. with regards to kind of taking on things that you think are too difficult or too big, you know, uh, 
you're never going to really be able to know how difficult or big they are until you try it. You'd really be surprised by what you're able to pull off, especially in this day and age where, you know, you have so much access at your fingertips with the computer and stuff. You can find the right people to help you. Right. And now it's kind of the time, the way the industry is. There's a lot of people coming out of school and stuff that are just hungry to work on stuff. So Mm -hmm. you can piece all the pieces together by putting a little bit more time and not needing as much money, but getting some independent productions that are kind of pretty passionate. Yes. And it sounds like you had a great team of collaborators, people that were, you know, you guys are on the same wavelength, which is key. Absolutely. That's a huge, huge factor, especially on something like this where such a challenging production, you have such limited resources and stuff. Um, it helps to give, obviously, collaborate because, one, the project's just going to be better, you know, mm-hmm. when more people are kind of giving in their input and being honest about what they think about things, you know, you can kind of cherry-pick the ideas that you get from people and just make the best film that yes. you can. And then secondly, it also, you know, it's a way to just get people more interested in working on your project. Right. If they know that they're going to have a lot more creative input and um, a lot more say in what they're doing, they're going to be a lot more excited. Mm-hmm. And when you don't have a lot of money to spend, that's definitely a good thing. Yes, absolutely. It's always a good thing to have it's your always... crew excited. Right, because it has to be a labor of love. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Throw out your website one more time. Yeah, it's heliothefilm.com. That's H-E-L-I-O. P A T F I L M. Perfect. Do you want to leave? And, a- Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just going to say it's the same thing for Facebook and Twitter. And, uh, you know, please like us. Uh, it goes a long way. Stay in touch and feel free to reach out, you know. Great. Teddy, I want to thank you so much for calling in. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And hopefully I'll get to meet you sometime and uh, I'd love to check out the film sometime. Oh, absolutely. I'll send you a link. And the the Zed Festival. I've I never even yeah. heard of this. This is a um, huge festival of shorts? Um, it's a, yeah, it's a few years old, I believe. I think it's like the sixth year or something. I'm not exactly okay. sure off the top of my head. But, uh, yeah, they're, they're a newer festival. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's one of these things about, you know, when you go to these festivals, there's a lot of them you can never really be sure exactly what to expect. Of but, course, uh, yes. I'm, you know, I'm excited, and uh, we'll see what it's like when we get there. Good. All right, and that's coming up. Um, if people want more info on that, that's zedfest.org. Yes, perfect. Right. Exactly. I will look forward to meeting you, and have a great day. Okay, you too. Thank okay. you so much. Take Amy. care, Teddy. Bye-bye. Really appreciate it. Oh, sure. Bye. Bye-bye. That was Teddy Cecil calling in to talk about his film, Helio, off of heliothefilm.com. If you missed any part of the show, it will be up on my show blog within an hour after I wrap, and coming up in just a bit... Sheldon Abbott with Cure for the Blues. He's in the house standing by. Have a great Monday, everybody. I'm going to leave you with uh, another tune from Kurt Fletcher. This is, uh, let's see, which one should we play? There's so many good ones. Sheldon actually got me into Kurt Fletcher. Uh, This is off of My Turn, and this is Ain't No Way, track four. Have a great Monday. (laughs) 